morning, good morning, Sunday morning, 7 o'clock, and only me, the My Community Plan Foundation Hour. I'm your host, Reverend Mitchell L. E. Kenna Johnson. And I'm your co-host, Adia Hayden. Listen, listen, let's jump right over to Memphis and Tyree Nichols. Um, I'm, I'm just stunned and... Um, I, I have some thoughts about that. Um, none of them are probably pal- palatable for morning broadcasts. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's in- painfully unfortunate that we find ourselves here again. Um, to me, I think one of the most shocking things was as I was getting the alerts about what was going on, it seemed like the police officers uh, were moving fairly quickly to remove the officers involved. Um, And so that prompted me to then pop open some of these alerts, and I said, ah, it's because these police officers are black. (laughs) So, you know, it's always great to see the scales of justice go in our favor. However, when it's still um, unequitably applied, it's still frustrating. Yeah, yeah, um, and and that's really well, well a couple of things. One, um, often in our community, uh, we talk about the blue wall, um, the blue blood, as it were. Um, suffice it to say, simply put, when African Americans are on the police force, they forget they're African Americans and they become just police, mm-hmm. and that's the problem. Now, I'm saying this with first cousins who are detectives in police departments around the country and um, great friends of mine who are on the police force here in Chicago, along with my fraternity brothers. However, however, um, I, rem- I remember when I was a prosecutor, um, I did a ride-along. And that job is not easy. Mm-hmm. That job is not easy. I did a ride-along in an unmarked car when we, the, the city the police department was addressing gang violence. It was, now look, I'm just going to say, I, I wasn't authorized to carry a gun, and the badge I had just said, I'll take you to court. <laughs> <laughs> Felt a little unprotected out there. Ooh, and when they rolled up on three or four vehicles of gang members who were intent on, cre- on resolving a problem, they just had to go get them. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you know, linemen. They had to go get them. Mm-hmm. But that does not excuse the behavior. And I think you're right. If these were white officers, they would still be on the police force. They would be home on administrative leave with pay. And not even all the time home. Like, sometimes they just pull them on the desk duty. And there's no material. Well, okay, there is a difference between walking a beat and being on desk duty. But that's not a consequence, a true consequence of killing someone. Unauthorized. So the interesting thing is the protests were peaceful around the country. Mm -hmm. Um, Lori was dancing in the snow. Have mercy. We are still um, praying for the Nichols family, um, for comfort for the city of Memphis, um, and that the conversation regarding the swift action of the police force becomes endemic around the country. Mm -hmm. Moving right along to a ticket I want to see. I want to see Marjorie Taylor Greene as vice president candidate, vice president, vice presidential candidate with Donald Trump leading the Republican ticket. I want to see see that ticket. Please, can I see that ticket? Because it'll lose. Please, because I I think the irony of um, seditionists running for president of the country that they just tried to overthrow that government Mm. is is just entertaining. Well, how are you going to break the system from outside the system? No. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, speaking of politics, which we are, you know, uh, Lyndon Baines Johnson said all politics is local. We did have a chance to attend the WCPT mayoral candidate forum. Thoughts? Um, Well, there were two panels and the first panel. Do not call the 18BT. We will not refer to the two panels. (laughs) As that. Um, however, I do believe that polling numbers had something to play into who got on what panel. Um, the first panel, it was interesting because I always like to see candidates of the same party get on a debate and so we can tease out some of the differences there. And boy, were they apparent. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Although crime is a huge issue here in the city of Chicago, it is not the only exclusive issue. And so it cannot be the only answer and solution to what's going on. <laughs> um, so, you know, look, look at the candidates. Look who has a comprehensive approach. Look who has a budget, you know, a plan of action for what they're saying that they want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and just be educated. So that I feel like I learned a lot um, and got to know the differences between the candidates. So, unfortunately, we still have Mr. Um, Corporation um, vis-a-vis charter school Paul Vallis, mm. who would not say he is friends with FOP chair. He just would not. But cop. they invited everybody, apparently. Except Brandon Johnson. <laughs> yes. Um, you're right. And, and he, he just told another bold-faced lie. I said it. Paul Vallis told another bold-faced lie, because he did. Everyone wasn't invited, number one. Number two, we all know that FOP stands for Friends of Trump. That P should be a T. And the notion that the mayor of Chicago would receive the endorsement of the Fraternal Order of Police, who, by the way, we've invited on a program regularly. Mm-hmm. They just won't come because they can't. They're like cockroaches. Turn the light onto them and they just scatter. We should, yeah. we should start calling them the friends of cockroaches. <laughs> Well, cockroaches never die, so I don't think that's too promising. They don't change. They don't die. They stay around doing the same old thing. So I would hope that's not what our police forces are like. To your point, um, one of the comments that I thought was salient was when Cook County Commissioner Brandon Johnson, um, by the way, who was on the first panel because his polling numbers are high, um, when he said that life for Lightfoot, Chewy Garcia, and Paul Vallis are all allies because they same they all come from the same corporate culture. Mm-hmm. The crowd just started snickering because there is some aesthetically truth to that statement. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Aesthetically, how? Because and, you say corporate culture, I say the same well, old, same old. Same, same est- thing. Same establishment thing. politics. Because we and, know our current mayor was. Um, on the police board, pointed by Rahm Emanuel. Hmm. So, it's, so all this conversation about her being an outsider looking in, she is a champion of the underdog. I will never not say that because I know her past. I, I just know the administration has fumbled in some really significant ways. And by the way, her polling has her in the lead. Let that go for a minute. Um, and then, of course, Chewy Garcia. Mike Madigan's guy. I mean, the commercials for against Chuy Garcia are really interesting, and they just show that he, too, may have started as an activist, but he is entrenched today in the same old, same old. Mm-hmm. And all I'm going to say to Chicago is this. I'm going to pair what you just said before we go to our guest. If you want something different, you got to do something different. And we'll get to our guests right after this break. The music in the background lets us know that we've gone on in this intro. But that's okay because we got we have Gerald bills Williams to pay. and Mark Buford in the background. They'll join us after this station break. It all starts with one meal, one cup of fresh water, one generous person. Sakat Foundation of America puts humanity above all else, working to help as many people as possible with food security, emergency relief, education, and much more. From Chicago to Bridgeview, California to New York, Cambodia to Colombia, Sakat Foundation of America has been on the ground for nearly 20 years to provide immediate and sustainable aid so people in need can become self-reliant. Visit Zakat.org for more information. That's Z-A-K-A-T dot org. YWCA Metropolitan Chicago has partnered with a global manufacturing company seeking to fill open positions in their south suburban location. No experience required. If interested, contact 773-902-8989. Email cvcf at ywcachicago.org.
Welcome back to the My Community Plan Foundation Hour. Um, you know, it was also speaking back to the mayoral forum. It was great to see so many other folks, friends of the station, um, you know, friends of the program, people who listen to the program. I was pleasantly surprised that people listen to the program. No. <laughs> I really do. I love it. I love the the listeners. Pleasantly surprised. I think what pleasantly surprised you is you have your own little fan base, and they were at the forum, and they cared not about Reverend Johnson. They were like, yeah, Reverend Johnson, we know who you are, but where's Adia? The colorful commentary. (laughs) Where's Adia? (laughs) Listen, with us today... Uh, we have Gerald Williams and Mark Buford. Um, gentlemen, welcome to the My Community Plan Foundation Hour. Good morning. Good morning. How are the two of you? Here. Say again? Well, just, try, just trying to catch you guys' energy over there. <laughs> it's the power of coffee. Fired up at seven a.m. <laughs> look, look, I'm, I'm, I am going to suggest that you guys have a different kind of energy, and that's the energy that our community has sorely lacked. And so we appreciate you both being on the program, uh, Gerald, Vice President of Acquisitions, and Mark. Vice President of Investments for a Model of Transformation. Go ahead, please, and let us know, Gerald, exactly what is Model of Transformation. Model of Transformation is five five black men who decided to get together. We've all got extensive experience in real estate, and we decided to do something extraordinary in our community, South Shore, that is, um, we came together to bring our skill sets together to build a high-rise building. And not just build a building, Reverend. Um, it's really, it's more than the building. It's transformation. It's to change the narrative on what black people could do and should be doing in our own communities. Um, we see what's happening across the, um, the the rest of the parts of the city. And um, uh, the second-class status that we've maintained many years in the city has to change. And so we want to be a part of that change. We're going to we're going to change that narrative about um, black and brown communities. Uh, I absolutely love it. We had a caller on the line, um, but he just dropped off. If he calls back in, we're certainly going to bring him on. Um, but I, there are so many things to love about what you just said. The primary thing is being our own change agents in our own communities. I just, mm-hmm. I just got to just take off my hat. If I were wearing one right now, <laughs> I'm I'm definitely in the latter half of my life. I think you know, so I think um, I've been waiting and waiting, and uh, the cavalry isn't coming for us, Reverend. So um, you know, folks need to look up. It's interesting. The, the, They're not coming. They're not coming. If if um, well, I, I want to respond to that statement. I, I think it's a really strong one, and I, I would replace the they are not coming to the we are the Calvary and you and your your team, your colleagues, you are reflecting what the Calvary should look like. I can tell you without fear of without fear of contradiction uh, your group is a, a living unicorn right now. Well, I would agree with you, but there's this I wouldn't go so fast as that. There's, there's some other, there's some other folks out there that are doing things that have the same energy and spirit. Um, we're just kind of, you got a hold of us first. There are some other groups out there doing doing similar activity. Um, they may not be as far along, um, but there are other groups out there. Well, we're not the only one. Um, we, we're not going to mention the common denominator between you and I. Um, but we are going to say you, you got here black because man? it's a black man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I was referencing to the um, the friend of the program, friend of MCP, um, who reached out to me to share with me um, specifically. You got to have these guys on the program; they have a story to tell. So share with me how um, the entity came together. Um, are all of you guys part of a similar cohort or 
graduates from HBCUs, like, you know, Fisk University. <laughs> How did you guys come together? No, it's, um, I'll, I'll say this. Um, we have all individually be, been charting our own paths in life. And uh, Mark Buford um, and I, um, I was president of the Dearborn Real Estate Board about eight, nine years ago. And he joined as a, he, he became a board member and we started this process of change while there with that organization. Um, the Dearborn Real Estate Board is, board is a black real estate trade association. And I think the seeds of, of doing something like this were started then. And even after um, my tenure as president, Mark tenure as a as board of director there, we continue to meet and, and uh, collaborate on different I- ideas and activities. And uh, we regularly met um, outside, of, outside of the board. And one day we were sitting, <laughs> having um, lunch, coffee, what have you, at, um, at a cafe across the street from the site. And I was like, hey, man, we need to, we need to build a, a high-rise right here on that lot. And that's, that's kind of how it started. But I will say that um, he was also the chairman of the South Shore Chamber of Commerce and been involved in numerous studies around South Shore. And there's a common denominator of what South Shore needs. Um, it needed density. It needed to bring in a different demographic. And that's how the high-rise idea. Um, but if you go around our communities, I mean, there's a lot of things that we need, but we definitely need people. And we need people from um, that look like us with a different income strata, and just build these holes that we have. We got a lot of holes, and so we well, purchased a lot. I'm, Mark could tell you a better story about it. His story is a little better, um, but basically, uh, <laughs> Marsh and got the rest of the partners uh, to fill our, our capacity gaps around doing this and together. But everyone has well established on their own tracks doing what they do. Um, we, we don't. Have, there is some common denominators, but that is, that has not the common denominator is that we're all black. That's the only one. So let me say this: um, the the actual name of the company is Model of Transformation Design and Development. So tell us a little about the company itself. Although um, is Mark Mark Buford with us, right? Mark, yes, good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you, sir. Thank you for getting up on this Sunday morning and welcome, uh, first time to the program. Uh, appreciate you. Glad to be here. The energy is infectious, and I appreciate the opportunity. So, so thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's my our, our pleasure, and it's Adia's fault. Um, <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> so tell us a little about model of transformation, design, and development. Sure, I will. And this was born out of uh, a manifestation of vision and a commitment to being the change agent and stakeholder uh, that affects our community. So um, I'm a connector of dots and a visionary, a thinker, and I think pragmatically. And I'm a study uh, student of history, and I want to take that energy and that education from history, transform it into becoming what I need to do to be who I need to be. And so that's what model transformation means, that uh, individually we have transformed or evolved in whatever our discipline has been to become who we are today. And that has positioned us to be able to change the narrative in real estate. So um, when Gerald and I sat down and we said that, it was an immediate yes Let's build a high-rise. Now, that's audacious because we had no experience. But I said, yes, let's do it. And we set out to do it. And, and as you know, first you have to have ownership. And so we set out and we acquired the lot first. And then we put together a team. And this team has been put together based upon connections that I have in real estate um, that have capacity to do this. So it's a dynamic team of guys who first reference are philosophically alive with integrity, and there's an African proverb that I repeat, I am because we are, and we are because I am. And that's what we all believe in. And so in connecting the dots, first we need a capacity. I've been in lending for about uh, well, over 20 years, but in the last six years, I've been lending money to real estate investors through my, my day job uh, in providing capital. So when 
you know, you hear that narrative about that no access to capital. Well, over the last six years, um, I have personally originated over $500 million in the city of Chicago to small real estate investors who either fix and flip, build new construction, um, or have rental properties. So wait a minute, wait, wait. When, when you made, gave that number, you, you got to dig his attention. <laughs> Mark Buford has the answers. We're looking for capital. He's got it. Um, but you both reference your experience a lot and the fact that you were well-established in your career journeys prior to assembling this team. Um, what advice or tips can you give to folks who are younger in their career journeys but also, you know, want to get involved in this kind of activity? And as we talk about building up black and brown communities, um, just like inspiring young black and brown folks earlier to get involved with real estate? Well, I, I'd say the first thing, the first, um, Go ahead, Jeff. I don't think, I don't, I don't believe that real estate is unique from any other industry, uh, in the sense that we have, um, deficits in our community and just every imaginable industry there is. And I think whatever it is, you need to take your mark, learn as much as you can, um, collaborate as much as you can, um, and associate, uh, with other professionals as much as you can. Um, through your journey. Um, there's no silver bullet to experience. Experience is just experience. You've got to experience things. Yeah. And yeah. so um, there's, no, there's no shortcuts, so to speak. Um, well, I, I, I have to ask about a cut. I mean, <laughs> I got to ask about a cut. What's up? I, I, involved I, is this Gerald or Mark speaking? That's Gerald. Hey, Gerald. Gerald, you're breaking up, man. You're, you're you're bubbling up like popcorn. Okay. Well, go ahead. Someone else, go ahead. Well, I'm I'm, I'm going to pose a question distinguishable from so Adia's question and my questions are naturally going to be distinct distinguishable because our objective is a little different. Hers is what's in it and how can she assist with her platform, um, millennials and Generation Zs, access to capital. Um, access to opportunity resources uh, to do exactly what you guys are proposing to do, and that is um, be the change agents in our communities we need. Um, But I just got to ask, why the black and gold color scheme, and who in the world thought that was a reflection of black American culture? Mark, you can take that one. (laughs) (laughs) I, I will. I, chose, <laughs> I actually would have chosen some different colors if I if I had complete autonomy. Which color would you would you have chosen? It would have been purple and gold, but all <laughs> day. So either we're gonna go with Lord have mercy, but you know, I, I have I have a question for you because when I look at the pictures of the of the proposed exchange and that's the construction development project, I notice a perfect blue and white sky. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> I hear music creeping in to save us from this. <laughs> this is the My Community Plan Foundation Hour. We are so fortunate to have Model Transformation Design and Development on the phone with us, Gerald Williams and Mark Buford. Color schemes compromised, but the conversation is <laughs> substantive. We'll be right back after this station break. It all starts with one meal, one cup of fresh water, one generous person. Sakat Foundation of America puts humanity above all else, working to help as many people as possible with food security, emergency relief, education, and much more. From Chicago to Bridgeview, California to New York, Cambodia to Colombia, Sakat Foundation of America has been on the ground for nearly 20 years to provide immediate and sustainable aid so people in need can become self-reliant. Visit Zakat.org for more information. That's Z-A-K-A-T dot org. Are you looking for a new career? YWCA Metropolitan Chicago has partnered with a global manufacturing company seeking to fill several roles in their South Suburban location. No experience required. 
They're seeking to fill the following positions. Assembly operator, automation technician, molding operator, quality inspector, setup technician, forklift driver, cycle counter, material handler. If interested, contact 773-902-8989. Email cvcf at ywcachicago.org. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the My Community Plan Foundation Hour. Uh, we have Mark Buford along with Mr. Gerald Williams. Gerald Williams of Model of Transformation. Design and Development. Yes. As they design and develop in the South Shore area. I'm, I'm not going to be mad at the tower and I'm going to get to the... I know you want to get Are to the substance. Are there some more colors on the tower? Yes, I want to get to the substance. But how does black and gold reflect? I don't know, but go ahead. Well, are they coloring the tower? What are we talking about? I don't about? know what they're doing. That's why they, this is the first time on the program. Welcome back, Gerald Williams and Mark Buford. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Well, I know you've heard, I don't know if it was Public Enemy back in the day, they said the black is for the people and gold is for the uh, the economic value that we're going to go get. I just want to. I just want to thank wow. you for clarifying that. That was great. Way to close the loop on the color conversation. <laughs> but a blue and white sky is always anyway. Keep going. <laughs> okay. Um, so we talked about the importance of experience. There's no replication for experience, but also networking. Networking is how you all found each other, um, as well as That's being by itself. able to connect with other folks and bring them in. So what other um, obstacles do you think exist besides, you know, institutional obstacles, but more so kind of like the mentality that may be holding folks back from taking this leap um, to make any sort of big purchase or to make it the next big leap in their careers? Well, uh, you know, I would say, you know, first of all, I have a saying that real estate is a contact sport. You know, that's to that networking piece. And you have to connect with folks. And you have to add value. So if you're, if you're looking to get into real estate, you know, find your mentor and then add value to what they do. And in, in exchange, I'm sure they will help, you know, learn you, uh, teach you up. But um, when it comes to what the challenge that we, we face, ahead, it's, you know, it's about vision. And when you look at trying to do something in, in an area that's been underserved, you know, as a lending professional, you have to show where you, you're mitigating risk. And the numbers have to make sense. And so some of those challenges are in answering some of the assumptions in attracting, you know, people who will pay uh, market rate. And there will be some affordable units in this building. Um, but answering these assumptions, it, the challenges will be making it, it fit. And that's why you need all stakeholders together. And, and that's city, state, federal, nonprofit organizations, et cetera, to help make this work to bring the value to the community. So I'm going to throw in actually another stakeholder here because I've been doing a lot of work with ESG, environmental social governance, and, you know, stick with me, but elevating the planet as a stakeholder in our conversation. So when you go about making this building, um, keeping in mind like the environmental impacts of construction, you know, whether the building is LEED certified, you know, would you put solar panels on the roof of the building? Yay for solar um, panels. <laughs> yeah. For renewable but elevating energy. elevating the planet and trying to do this in a sustainable way so that we're not causing, you know, net harm to the environment. Oh, of course. Uh, all of that will be in play. And, and, and let me go back, if I can, and just about MOT and, and the members, and let us acknowledge, you know, our partners in this, in their capacity. First of all, our president, Johnny Mullins. Uh, Johnny Mullins is a somewhat of a freak of nature within the commercial development realm. You know, he's uh, an architect, a design engineer, and a construction manager for major high-rise developments with a company called Lindley's. And uh, that dot is a huge dot for us in bringing that immediate capacity. And then we have Jamal King, who is a, a former Chicago police officer, 
who has built a real estate portfolio over 20 years while he worked his nine to five. He's known as the nine to five millionaire. And he has about 400 units around South side of Chicago. And then we have also our attorney, uh, Mr. Damon Smith, who's also a current Chicago detective. Uh, he doubles as, and he's been uh, a part of the Chicago police department and a real estate attorney. So that's the team in itself. Um, and Johnny would speak to, you know, the lead certification, how we're going to build it, some of the the air quality uh, design aspects of the building. Did we lose you guys? No, I was leaving space for both voices. That was all. <laughs> Sometimes it can be challenging with four folks on the program. So it was leaving space to hear from everybody. So yeah. this construction project will take place at 7162 South Exchange Avenue in South Shore. Um, according to Yimby, um, this project will replace uh, a vacant lot that used to hold a supermarket, which has since been demolished not too far from the South Shore Cultural Center. Did you purchase this from the land bank at all? Was the land bank involved in this? Not at all. Is there, Was there a reason why not? Well, I don't know who owned the vacant lot, so. Have you guys used the land bank? Well, uh, that, that, I guess it's a little late for that that conversation. But you said not at all, kind of emphatically. Why is that? Well, I, I think that just pointed to our, uh, because we, it just wasn't with the land bank at that time. The property was actually in uh, foreclosure. Mm-hmm. And so we through, went through channels to acquire it after the foreclosure process. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's it. Yeah, we we that's, that's, pro- <laughs> that's just part of what we're able to do. I mean, we're real estate folks, so we know how to things out and figure things out. That's just skill set stuff. Yeah, we yeah we we certainly um, uh, the gentleman who asked uh, who introduced us uh, we, we we have some similarities in terms of our objectives, not the how, but certainly the what. Um, so I, I think. Adia, you had some more questions regarding um, this particular project. I did note that. Um, so you have an architect on the team, but you guys haven't picked an architect for the structure. So the rendering that we see online, oh, so that's, this this article is outdated? No, we, we have an architect that, that we have retained, uh, um, JGMA. Uh, Juan Marino is our actual architect. Johnny just happens to be on our team mm-hmm. with technical capacity for doing something like this. Okay. I think but then... Not say again, please. JG, JGMA has design, designed the building. Aha. The design is really lovely. Do you like the colors? No. <laughs> I like the design. I like how the blue and white sky is in the background. Um, but why the exchange? Why the exchange? I'll take that one. So the exchange. So our mission is to transform and elevate communities through commercial and real estate development, regardless of any economic, political, social, or psychological complexities. That them, deserves right? its own round of applause right there. We don't care what else is going on. We're going to make it better. Go on, man. Do your T-H-I-N-G. <laughs> exactly. So... The exchange, and that's capital X, capital C. In this case, it's a noun and not a verb. It can be both. And you spell out change. Exchange spot will change will happen in the South Shore community. And that's why it's the exchange. My branding mind like that. That's cool. I like that. Thank you. Thank you. I, I like that an awful lot. Now, I do note that you're replacing a supermarket, and I guess there'll be a restaurant on the on the uh, premises as well? Correct. That's the, that's the plan. That is the plan. Mixed use, so a restaurant, I see potentially a hotel, other amenities. Um, we talked a little bit about housing. There'll be units in there. Um, can one of you all give us like a complete picture of yes, what the building because is? because I wasn't aware there will be also a hotel on the facility. Potentially, I'm reading. 
Amen. So let, let, me, let me let me say this. Um, a hotel was considered. That's not in this um, submission to the city. Um, so right now, it's in the neighborhood of about 150 units, uh, about 15,000 square feet of ground floor, retail space, um, amenities throughout the building, swimming pools, fitness centers, things of that nature. And it's also built with lead certification. Um we realize that we cannot do everything that needs to be done in this um, exactly. one building. And so there's opportunities throughout South Shore to do some of those other things. But there will be a restaurant. Are there plans for model of transformation to move on to another building after this project is complete? Absolutely. And we're going, yes, under our mission, we're going to keep going and be uh, change agents and, and value stakeholders in commercial real estate. So, undoubtedly, yes. So, where are we with this project? So, the concept, um, I, I'm, I do find not just the organization, the company, but I do find this project everywhere except um, you're still looking for um, the funding to complete the project? Is that an accurate statement? Well, it is. So we started out, uh, we, we have some term sheets that we're currently reviewing and, uh, you know, and looking at our capital stack, there, are, there still are some funding needs and, you know, we'll be coming out possibly with some crowdfunding offering to the community, let them be a part of it. But yes, we are still looking for uh, additional funding to complete the capital stack. So we would absolutely love to be a part of that conversation. And this this is another thing, Adia, where we, you may have heard us talk about the mayoral forum. Um, this is another problem I have because Chicago got $2 billion, $2 billion in unanticipated funding to reinvest in communities. And when you look at black and brown communities, these kinds of projects led by black and brown people are just not regularly on the table. Mm -hmm. So my question is, why are they looking for money when the city has two billion dollars that they did not anticipate getting extra? They got fluff. Why not cut a piece of this pie for projects like this, which will be self-sustainable? And guess what? It will pay taxes. Which means now local school systems have a, 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 an additional revenue stream and provide both affordable affordable, and market rate housing. And there's a housing problem in Chicago. So this project resolves challenges in the South Shore community. And the city has money it didn't anticipate. So I, I don't understand why, there's a, why, why we're even having this conversation. I, I just... Brothers, I get kind of carried away, I know. Have you all dealt with the city at all or local uh, government funding? No, they've had to. Well, well yes. Let me say this. Well, in, fairness, in fairness to the city, uh, we are still, we're in the Department of Planning intake process right now, and we haven't had that conversation with the city, and I just want to point that out. But what I will point out is that we do have the full support of Alderman Greg Mitchell, and I think those conversations oh. are forthcoming. Oh, well, then we have to just do our, our design phase. Mm -hmm. and I'm certain conversations are going to take place that you speak so eloquently. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so wait a minute. Greg Mitchell's my guy. So, yeah. All right. I feel better already. Oh, the project will go off now. We'll um, I, I think Greg Mitchell is the kind of alderman where if the projects make sense, yes. it will make dollars. Yes. This is my Community Plan Foundation. Our music in the background tells me it's time to take our last station break. When we come back, Gerald Williams and Mark Buford will offer action plans for you, our listening and viewing audience. Don't you dare go nowhere. This is the My Community Plan Foundation Hour. We'll be back after this short station break. Are you looking for a new career? YWCA Metropolitan Chicago has partnered with a global manufacturing company seeking to fill several roles in their south suburban location. No experience required. They're seeking to fill the following positions. Assembly operator, automation technician, molding operator, quality inspector, setup technician, 
forklift driver, cycle counter, material handler. If interested, contact 773-902-8989. Email cvcf at ywcachicago.org. It all starts with one meal, one cup of fresh water, one generous person. Sakat Foundation of America puts humanity above all else, working to help as many people as possible with food security, emergency relief, education, and much more. From Chicago to Bridgeview, California to New York, Cambodia to Colombia, Sakat Foundation of America has been on the ground for nearly 20 years to provide immediate and sustainable aid so people in need can become self-reliant. Visit zakat.org for more information. That's Z-A-K-A-T dot org. Welcome back to the My Community Plan Foundation Hour. We are fortunate to have Gerald Williams and Mark Buford. They are part of a team that calls themselves Model of Transformation Design and Development. Gentlemen, welcome back to the program. Thank you. Thank you. So this last section we call the action section. We like to think um, that we have laid the groundwork for the thing, which is not just the structure over there off 71st and Exchange, no longer a vacant lot, but a plan to grow down and up um, that will create jobs, that will change the aesthetic of that portion of South Shore and Chicagoland, generally speaking. But now we talk about actions, and you, you began that conversation um, in the last segment when we were talking about funding. And we'd like you to talk about, at this juncture, um, Adia may have specific questions regarding her demographic that she is charged to look out for. Um, and I want to talk about holistically. Uh, you, you mentioned folk can participate in the funding and investing opportunity is really what it sounds like. Yes, and that's something that we're currently kind of under construction. So our attorney, Damon Stewart, is going to be leading that effort. Uh, you know, what folks can do is on our website at www.mot-dd.com, um, there's a section where you can inquire and leave your information so that <clears throat> when we are ready to put that information out, you know, you'll be connected to us. Give me that website again, please. Yes www.mot-dd.com. So then, um, if while well, if you have the question, then is what action plans other than going to the website um, might folk take upon themselves to participate in this project, or is that where you want them to go? Well, that's where we want them to go for now. But, you know, that, that there's a, a great question in, in what we say is, as being a stakeholder. You know, we're working also with three distinct uh, organizations. And when you're talking about development and revitalization, it isn't us. And those organizations are the South Shore Chamber of Commerce, uh, the Neighborhood Network Alliance, and South Shore Works. And they all have programs that, you know, we will funnel folks to to be able to create value and opportunities, whether it's job. Because when this was released to the public, I got several calls from young men from the community, and they just wanted to be involved. Oh, no question right about now, it. Yeah, right now, we don't have anything for them to do as we come out of zoning, but we want to stay connected to them and, to, and our nonprofit partners to be able to make sure that they could you know, get training and whatever resources they need to help uh, bring this process along. And then once the job opportunities do come, you know, we can connect the dots there. You know, interestingly enough, um, on this program, uh, just last week, we had uh, Manita Parker. Um, Sister Parker is the new chairman, chairwoman of the 
Chicago Southland Chamber of Commerce. I was sure trying to pull it up. (laughs) As you you speak about Chambers of Commerce, we are big fans of Chambers of Commerce as well as um, other professional networking organizations. Um, And so that's a really good tip that you gave and just like another way to redirect folks. So although you you yourselves may not have the capacity right now to, you know, take on 10 interns or anything like that, um, you have somewhere to direct folks because, you know, when this article comes out and you see, you know, your photo, you see five black men out here doing big things in the commercial real estate space, which is not a common photo um, that we see. So as we speak to mentorship as well, like I'm imagining you all make great mentors and you probably already have your own list of mentees that you're helping out right now. Without question, we'll be doing some things uh, coming up uh, for Black History Month and, and going to schools and speaking to, uh, you know, groups of young men. So definitely. Well, I t- I'll tell you what, I want to invite you to join us at Dominican University. Um, Joe, we can talk about this offline uh, any Tuesday or Thursday from one to three o'clock. And we'll assemble three classes of um, world study students, history students, business students, and engineering students. We'll put them all in the room. Just the aesthetic alone of a mm-hmm. collaborative effort of African American males is, you, you know, they say you can't be what you can't see. Yeah. And yeah. so you, you guys, even as Adia pointed out, just the aesthetic um, is in and of itself um, not just encouraging. Um, but worthy of a model of transformation. How about that? Uh-huh. I see what you did there. And you also going on in the South Shore good, neighborhood. It was, it was, it was you, you know, That's the engineer stepped do, out. And, oh, there it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say the engineer stepped out, so we can't give you your applause right now. Um, but... Yes. So I think, oh, going on in the South Shore community is also, we know, incoming the Obama Presidential Center um, and the Obama Library. So I imagine this building will be somewhat close to that in the neighborhood of that. um, Jackson Park area. Yes. Yes, less than uh, about a mile away or less. So, yeah, good things happen in South Shore. (laughs) So what really excites me is the notion of this economic transformation that appears to be um, not just on the horizon, but appears to be right here, right now. And you gentlemen are a part of the success story. We look forward to more conversations and collaborations with you all on this and other efforts. We are so honored to have you on the program. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for getting up early in the morning on a Sunday. Now get on to church now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we appreciate the both of you, Gerald Williams and Mark Buford. I just want to clap my hands and say thank you 14 more times for your vision. And then more importantly, for taking the vision and making it a project that all of us can look forward to seeing and being a part of. Thank you, gentlemen, so very much. It's been a pleasure. You're welcome. Pleasure. Thank you. We appreciate it. You just heard from Gerald Williams and Mark Buford. And I'm going to give the website one more time. Oh, go ahead. That's www.mot-dd.com. Yes, it M-O-T is. MOT-DD.com. That is exactly the words I just uttered. MOT-DD.com. <laughs> and, you know, before we head out of here, uh, I just got to say, because every Sunday that I've said something, they have won. So, oh sure, my goodness! I've got to bless, <laughs> gentlemen. This is going to be problematic. You might not want to hear this. I've got to bless the Philadelphia Eagles. Their colors are green, white, and black. Oh. As they embark oh. down a Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia Weezy. in the NFC Championship. <laughs> you know who's not in the championship game this weekend? A whole lot of other teams, including the <laughs> Miami Dolphins and the Chicago Bears. So. The Philadelphia Eagles will be taking on the 49ers today. We wish them luck. That was a low blow. On their way to the Super Bowl. The Bears will come back. Yeah, they, you know, the Dolphins they have, will swim again. The Bears have a lot of potential to come back next season. I see that. If they get an offensive line. 
They've got a high right draft pick. They've is got offensive. a lot of salary cap. They've got <laughs> <laughs> that line is just offensive. That's what you said. Listen, listen. Somebody I, I protect wanna... Justin Fields. Somebody. <laughs> because he ain't he ain't. Do you mind if I use my leave my uh Instagram also for folks. Oh, yes, please. Yes, please. I didn't even know you. I was still on the line, man. You Go ahead. To, um. this, 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 <laughs> Go ahead. We're about it. to have another hot plug mic moment. Yo, Instagram. Plug it. <laughs> yes. My Instagram is Mark the Funder Buford, and I'll be putting updates on the project on there, and that's another way to leave information and for me to follow up directly with folks. So, again, that's Mark the Funder Buford. Do me a favor, uh, Mark. Gerald has my cell number. Super may text. And we'll make sure they're posted on all MCP media websites. The funder. Uh, you know what? That's That sounds like somebody we ought to get connected that's to. That's exactly why I said, Gerald. <laughs> Gerald, hook a brother up. <laughs> Thank you, gentlemen. Hey, listen, I want to go back to the mayoral candidates forum if I can before we turn off for the day. Um, first of all, I want to make sure we, we encourage... Everyone who can vote in the city of Chicago, February 28th, please get out and vote. And this is part of the problem I have because, you know, they they segregated the two groups, um, the the initial panel Mm -hmm. and the secondary panel. Mm -hmm. And I think the segregation was based on how they were polling. Mm -hmm. But here's a problem that I see in um, our community. We got a whole bunch of folk running for this race. Mm-hmm. And some folk should know good and well they ain't got no chance to be successful. And their failure to be something other than narcissistic at the level they are, it will compromise who gets to be in that runoff. And the worst thing in the world I can see is a runoff that doesn't include us. Mm. And it's looking like it, it won't. It's a fair Because point. you don't see multiple people from multiple communities running for the same race, but in our community. Mm-hmm. And some of the folk who are running, you know, I love me some Cam. I do. When I spoke with uh, State Representative Cam Buckner in the studio, the first thing he did was say, Rev, I got the receipts, and he laid them out. And they did do some really good work. I, and, and, you know, you just got to run a campaign like you want to be successful, which means you got to be all over the city. Mm-hmm. And you are not going to win if you are only campaigning in your, with your neighbor next door. Yeah. And by the way, they tired of hearing from you. Mm-hmm. So you may not get their vote anyway. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. We, we work got, together, canvas the whole city, work the whole city, north to south, <sighs> you know, lake to west. But if though nobody know who you are and you don't have the means to get your message out, then you you could just be watering down. I mean, I, I know folk ain't going to want to hear this, but someone's got to say it. It may as well be me. Mm-hmm. Look, some of you all, get your butt out, support someone who can win, and then let's share in the spoils of victory for a better community. That's mm-hmm. my line, and I'm sticking to it. Is that what y'all do in Philadelphia? Nope. You know, I, there's a lot I could say, but I will not do that to myself. This has been the My Community Plan Foundation Hour with Adia Hayden. And Reverend Mitchell L. E. Kenna Johnson. Stay tuned. We've always got something to say. We want to thank Gerald Williams and Mark Buford from Model of Transformation Design and Development. We're going to have them back on the program because they got something to say. You can say, they, they, in fact, they ain't just saying it, they're saying it and doing it. See you next week. Have a super fantastic week. Be grateful.